bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobil. And now, today's word. The angel, second angel says, God has a new message. God has a new direction. And the message is an urgent message in verse 4. He said, run, speak to this young man, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls, because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. Run, speak to this young man or that young woman, saying, Jerusalem shall be inhabited as towns without walls because of the multitude of men and livestock in it. So much to pull out. So the message is threefold. First, is that Jerusalem shall be fully occupied. There will be full occupation. Jerusalem shall be inhabited. Though today nobody lives here, Though Nebuchadnezzar has emptied the land and has taken away the kings and the nobles into captivity, some have gone to Assyria, some have gone to Persia, God says, I will bring people back to Jerusalem. Jerusalem shall be inhabited. And it's a message for somebody who used to have something, and all of a sudden you've lost it and you have nothing. You are zero. There is nothing again. And God says, I have a fresh word for you. I'm doing a new thing to you and for you and with you. You will be inhabited. Somebody say, I will be inhabited. Say, I will be inhabited. If you had something and you lost it, God is doing a new thing with you. Like Jerusalem, you will be inhabited. You will have it back. Numbers will come back. Size will come back. Increase will come back. Abundance will come back. Somebody say, I will be inhabited. That is the new thing. So he says to the young man, we are not just here to build walls. Jerusalem shall be inhabited. That's the first message. Second thing. That he says is that Jerusalem shall be like a town without walls. In other words, there will be no boundaries. Everybody say no boundaries. Say one more time. Say no boundaries. He says you will be like a town without wall. In other words, this measurement you are about to do is irrelevant. Because if you measure, when you build a wall, next year you will be more than the size of the wall. So you have to break the wall down and build another one. And next year there will be more people. You have to break the wall down and build another one. Because God says you will be like a city without walls. Somebody say I'm a city without walls. No boundaries. No measurement. No limitation. No boundaries. Jerusalem shall be inhabited like a town or a city without walls. Whoever measured you and determined how far he thinks you can go, I have good news for him. 
you will be like a city without walls. You'll be like a town without walls. Whoever looked at your report card and told you this is how far you can go because a professor who has nothing to know about your destiny gave you an F or gave you a D or gave you a C minus. I'm here to tell that professor, you are about to be a city without walls. Nobody can measure who you will become. Nobody can measure your potential. Nobody can measure your ability. Nobody can measure your strength. God is doing a new thing. It is not according to the old measurement. Maybe in the past, this is all you could do. But in what God is about to do, there will be no wall. I said there will be no wall. Because you will be a city without wall. And the third thing that the angel says to go and tell the young man. Is that there is going to be abundance. There is going to be abundance. Unlimited growth. He says because Jerusalem shall be inhabited. And there will be multitude of men and livestock in it. The word that is translated multitude here from the Hebrew means being weighed down with so much. Being weighed down. It, it, it's almost like you, 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 you have received so much that it is weighing you down. God says I'm about to weigh you down with blessing. I'm about to weigh you down with glory. I'm about to weigh you down with favor. God will give you so much favor, you will beg him. I say he will give you so much favor, you will beg him. You will say, Lord, it is too much. You say, Lord, it is too much. You've blessed me too much. You've favored me too much. You've increased me too much. You have blessed me too much. You have expanded me too much. Lord, I beg you, please, it's too much. Because you are about to experience a new thing from the Lord. If you dwelt in scarcity, abundance will shock you. So this is what the angel heard from heaven. And he had to appear here on earth very quickly. And call the second angel. And he told the angel to run. Isn't that amazing? You tell an angel, run. In other words, I mean, we know that angels move fast. But he's telling this angel, no matter how fast you move, you must move faster. Because this guy is about to do something that will limit him for the rest of his life. And go and tell him, throw away the measuring line because the new thing God is doing cannot be measured. Maybe you came to church this morning with a measuring line. And you say, oh, if I just get a thousand dollars, I will be fine. Oh, if I only get a million, I will be fine. Oh, if I get a nice car, oh, I will be the happiest in my life. Oh, if a man proposes to me after service, oh, my heart, my life. Oh, Jesus, I'll be very happy. These are all good things. But God says to tell you, he's doing a new thing in your life. And you don't determine the measurement of it. 
And you don't determine how far it will go. You don't determine how well it will be. He determines how far you can go and what he wants to bless you with. So don't draw boundaries for him. Don't draw limits for him. Don't set boundaries and say, this is all God can do. He will do more. A lot of people have built measuring lines for their lives. There are people who have built a measuring line that makes them wait in line. You know, we have a popular saying sometimes, even among Christians, it's my turn to be blessed. I like, it's a nice statement. But when you say it's your turn to be blessed, it means you are standing in line. And somebody is ahead and other people are, and God favors them, ah, now it's your turn. I don't believe that's what God is doing in your life. Because there are people whose marriage is, is, you know, is in a line. You have a big sister. You say, sister, you have to marry before I marry you. You have to marry before I marry you. Now what if nobody is marrying sister? Oh, brother, you have to marry before me. You have to. What if nobody wants to marry brother? Brother, the girls are bouncing, brother, bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Are you going to just wait and say after the after you know the bounce is over and 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 and, and it works? Then you marry before me. That is your measurement. I came here to announce to somebody: you are about to make a bad mistake. Don't measure your blessing by how much God blesses somebody. Or maybe somebody says, you know, you wait for me. God will bless me. And when God blesses me, eh, I, I will bless you. So he has put you in a line. What if God blesses him when he's 99 years? Are you going to wait till his blessing before yours? Somebody has to throw away the measuring line. And that is what he's saying to Zachariah. Go and tell this guy. God is doing a new thing. And that new thing is not according to the old measurement of Jerusalem. It's not how far David did it. It's not how much David did it. It is because God is about to do something. It has never been done before. It has never been seen before. And it cannot be measured. Somebody say, I will not be measured. Say, I will not be measured. Now, when he said that, he added something to it. The verse 5, he added something to that statement. Watch what he says in verse 5, Zechariah chapter 2 verse 5. For I, says the Lord, will be a wall of fire all around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. Two things, I will be a wall of fire all around her, and I will be a glory in her midst. Let me take those two. A wall of fire. A wall of fire. Don't build a wall. Don't measure Jerusalem. Why? Because I will be a wall of fire for Jerusalem. What does the wall of fire do? Number one, the wall of fire is the power of God that protects. He says you want defense. You want to be protected from your enemies. You want to make sure that you are safe. I will be the wall of fire. I will keep you safe. I will protect you. I will deliver you from your enemies. Because in those days, every city had a wall to protect enemies from coming in. But God says, I will be your protector. Don't set 
boundaries that will limit you because you are afraid of what the enemy will do. God says, I will be your wall of fire. Somebody say, the Lord is my wall of fire. The second thing the wall of fire does is that the Lord, wall of fire is the presence of God that spreads out. A fire can create a barrier. But how many of you know that fire that is burning wild doesn't stay in one place? It spreads. It expands. If you've been following the news, especially uh, in the United States, in California, they have some very terrible fires. Very terrible fires. And, and anytime I see those things in the news, I say, how does it happen? Thousands of acres of land eaten by fire. And the fire just keeps going and going and going. Nothing is able to stop it. The fire service can't stop it. Now, this is in the most sophisticated nation in the world, so to speak. Maybe they are, maybe they are not. Let's give it to them. And, and the richest country on earth, they have probably some of the best fire service, the best equipment. And the fire comes in and the fire service cannot stop it. You see helicopters on the ground, they are pouring down all stuff and the fire doesn't care. The fire doesn't gee, it doesn't care. You, do, you pour it and the fire doesn't care. It just keeps spreading and it keeps spreading. And I've wondered if this happens in Ghana. <laughs> Even in America, when the fire is spreading and it's growing, the most advanced technologies can't stop it. That's what God is saying to Zachariah. I will be a wall of fire around her, I will protect her. But not only that, I will spread, I will grow. And when I'm spreading, nothing can stop me because I am the fire that keeps making room for you. And that's why he's telling them, don't build a wall, don't build a wall. Why? Because I will keep spreading, I will keep growing, I will keep expanding. And if you build a wall, you are limiting me. So Jerusalem shall be like a city without wall. How? God will protect it as a wall of fire. And God will expand it as fire devours. When God is making you expand, don't feel bad. Because sometimes the blessing of God can make you feel very bad. It's making you very, 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 very bad. Because sometimes when you see yourself making progress and people you know not making progress, you feel you should wait for them. But God is about to expand you and grow you and increase you to an extent you have never imagined before. No wall can contain what he will do with you. I declare over this church that in this place, God will raise an army of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, business people, corporate leaders, and you will be like a burning fire and you will keep expanding your boundaries and your frontiers and nothing shall by enemies stop you because the measuring line is thrown away. Second thing he said, I will be the glory in the midst of her. I'll be the glory 
in the midst of hell. I'll be the glory inside. I'll be the fire outside and the glory inside. What does that mean? The glory inside talks about the beauty of God shining out of you. The beauty of God displaying who you are to the world. May the glory of God shine in the midst of you. May the fire of God be a wall of fire around you. The glory of God is also the blessing of God that lifts you up. Lifts you up. Outside, his fire protects you. Inside, his glory lifts you up. Outside, his fire is expanding you. Inside, his glory beautifies you. So he says, go and tell this young man, don't make the bad mistake to think that I brought you back from captivity to Jerusalem just for you to rebuild the walls of David. He says, I didn't bring you back for that. I brought you back because I'm about to do something new in your life and I'm going to expand you and increase you in a way you haven't experienced before. Whatever situation you are in, God is telling you, He is not restoring you to your former glory. He is causing you to exceed the former. He is not bringing you to where you used to be. He is taking you beyond where you used to be. He doesn't want you to regain. He wants you to expand. And don't ever make a mistake to put a measuring line on the work of God in your life. Don't ever measure yourself with anybody. Don't ever determine this is how far I can go. This is all that God can do with me. What is about to happen to you will be bigger. It will be better. And it will be greater. I said it will be bigger. It will be better. And it will be greater. I said it will be bigger. It will be better. And it will be greater. You will go further. You go deeper, you go wider, not on the old foundation. The Lord will be your wall of fire. He will burn ahead of you. A fire goes before you. A fire will devour ahead of you. And nothing shall withstand you. I declare this over your life. There is a new thing happening. And it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's sprouting forth. It is germinating. It is building up. It is coming up. And God says because of that you have to sing a new song. You have to start declaring it. I am blessed. I increase. I am expanding. I am bigger. I am better. I am greater. In Jesus name. Amen. Everybody stand on your feet. Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email 
Otterville at centralgospel.com or call plus 233-302-688-000.